We left off yesterday about three lines from the bottom line of the base. Gufa. Let's discuss a piece of information from the tangential quote that we brought into the previous discussion. Anything which contains some amount of chameshes haminim, of the five types of grain, which generally speaking we define as wheat, barley, um, spelt, rye, and oats. Um, without getting into the various machlekesin as to what is what, that's kind of the accepted five. So, anything that contains one of those things should be a mazainus. Rabbi Shmuel saying, anything that is of the five minim, we make a mazainus. So the question is, are these two different quotes? Or is this one quote and somebody got the details a little, you know, someone someone uh, quoted a little imprecisely. <laughs> Says the Gemara Tzricha. No, these are two different quotes which each come with a chiddush. Di Ashmin and Kol Shehu, had we only said Kol Shehu Aminim, I would think that is specifically in a scenario where there's some uh, there's some recognizable grain in there. I might not know that when you mix in other ingredients, that's still the halacha. And had we only said kol for everything that has in it, Mishum, right, and rice and ayres and is rice and millet, although there's some dispute as to which one means rice and which one means millet. Uh, obviously, in modern Hebrew, ayres means rice, but it wasn't entirely clear to the Rishonim uh, that ayres meant rice. Some of them think ayres means millet. I bring you as one case in point, Rashi, who says that ayres means mill. Um, and Rashi was an expert linguist. Um, but uh, the Beisaisif ultimately says that, like, come on, we all speak Arabic. We all know it. We all know the score. Ayres means rice. But, uh, by the way, you know, in terms of morphology of languages, you can't necessarily assume that because something means one thing in one language a thousand years later, it means uh, that's what it's meant to mean, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a related language a thousand years earlier. It's not that simple. Tosis is famously, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, this is a famous mess. Some people, they'll make a hadama on brown rice because this is a long story of how that comes to be, but... Adam on all rice. Um, that said, that said, um, had we only said kol boy, I would think that we know there's an there's a general rule kol sheyeshboy. Have I mean kol sheyeshboy mechamish shaminim en? Where is derechin loy mishum da al yedei taroyves? I would think that it's because the rice comes al yedei taroyves. It comes within a mixture. I will isab ene if you're actually eating rice rice. So then I would think, I would think that rice and millet also get a mazainus. Even when the grain is still present, you're sitting with a nice bowl of cooked grains of rice, you should not make a mazainus on them. Because they are not chameshes mine dagen. Don't get carried away yet. This is far from the strangest thing you'll hear about rice today. 
So that's the, 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 those are the two chidushim that we're trying to bring out respectively over here. Um, why, why would the kosher yeshbo indicate that? Why would it indicate that oats and dochan are not? This is kosher who? Anything that is. Uh-huh. Rice is not. Anything that has in it. I understand, but mm-hmm. it refers more to... Had we well, not why said... Why would it not... Why would that one indicate about... Had, had, we, had we only said kol and not kol shiyesh, so we would think only, like, oatmeal. Right. But if it's something, uh, you know, let's say a cookie, okay. or, or a piece of cake, right? Kol shiyesh, but we think it's about a tyrovas and about it being... A, so if it was kol shiyesh, I would say... When I have a tarovis of rice, it's a good question because, because it brings out something that doesn't, that, that doesn't necessarily get mentioned. Uh, when I have a tarovis of rice, and then the chreis, right, beans or something, carrots, so I don't make a mazonis. Why? Because rice, everyone knows, we always knew that rice is not as important as the chamesh of dog. Right? It's not, rice is not one of the shivas. I mean, so I understand that it's not an automatic ikr, for example. Right? However, if you take out the beans and carrots, I might think it's still mazonis. still mazonis. Says here, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel holds between me, between you, me and you. I'll just give you a quick flash preview. Rabbi Shmuel holds rice is not mazenis, <laughs> but, but um, right. So, so, uh, so therefore, so they say, oh, it's great because what we're trying to tell you is that you might think cooked rice on its own, at least without other things, you know, staring, uh, is still mazenis. But, uh, but we say no. Okay. So says the Gemara. Hold on a second. You're telling me you don't make a mazenis on rice and milk. If you bring to you rice bread or millet bread, you make a bracha on it before and afterwards, just as you would with maizikadeira, with like the farina or the um, the porridge that we discussed yesterday, meaning the it's it's wheat uh, cousins. And so, what is the bracha on maizikadeira on? On uh, on farina or porridge. First, you make a mazainus, and at the end, you make an alamechia. So, great, so now we know on rice, you make a mazainus and alamechia. Easy. So, says the Gemara, don't get, you know, you need to learn to use your categories a little bit. It is like a maizikadeira in a certain way. In a certain way. It is like a maizikadeira in the sense that. You make a bracha on it before and afterwards. The like a ma'isa kadeira, the ma'isa kadeira with chila. When it comes to ma'isa kadeira, when it comes to farina, you make mezaynus beforehand and you make an alamichi afterwards. And in this case, rice, you make a shahakal. And at the end, you make a bari nefashis. Okay, so now we know a bracha you make on rice. Shahakal bari nefashis. So, Magadshir uh, from Israel asked last night. He said, hold on a second, why did we go to Shahako? Why did we go to Shahako? We should have gone to Adam. I didn't have a good answer for him. I, I, I didn't think, I, I, was I already in bed, so I didn't have a chance to look up Rishayim. I don't remember. I don't think I got a chance to look at Rishayim, but uh, that was a good kasha. He probably looked at Rishayim, and if he didn't find anything, a couple of years older than me. But um, he has some notes. Uh, my, my first thought was maybe that, that the Gemara at this point, I don't really have anything to justify this Havamina besides this, this Diuk that he asked, but it could be at this point the Gemara thinks that, um, that uh, it's not the derech to eat rice grains. The proper way to eat rice is rice bread. 
which seems to be, I mean, we do see that the, 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 the more early Tanaic references to rice and millet are actually talking about bread, not about eating, you know, cooked rice the way we do. Um, and so it could be they held, its mom, they held it was mamish not to Derek, and it was a bizarre thing to do, and that wasn't a normal way to eat, so much so that it would downgrade the Ashakol. No, but that was a normal way to eat, then. No, but it wasn't. In other words, in other words, the only rice I mean, bread. See, now they're not talking about the bread. Right, right. Uh, it's a little. Uh, yeah. It's a little. Uh, I, I, I said I like the kasha better than the tarts, but. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, I really don't know what the shot is. So. So you it's make. It's weird. It's a weird. This is a weird idea, then, because like, what do you need the comparison to Maizkadeira for? I mean, everything you make a bracha beginning and end. Right. Even water you make a bracha. Oh, so I'll let end. you in on a little secret. I'll let you in on a little secret. We're really, a little early. We're going to see this in a few lines. But on the, that, on, in, in the language of the Shas, when you say, um, the Chiddush is that, you're not, that you are making a bracha achreina. Because really, the bracha of Brain of Fash is a late takana. So we have many Bryce's, many Tanoic statements. I believe the Riff says this even before ish. It's either the Riff or Ben Yoyin that says that that uh, you have all these Tanoic statements where it's like, oh, and you, you'll, you'll be Mavarach for like Klom afterwards. There's no Brach afterwards. And that, of course, it's like, what are you talking about? On eggs, you make a brain of ashes or whatever it is, right? So the answer is that they didn't make a brain of ashes. Always. But uh, and even that, the, the Rashi, Rashi takes a little bit of a different tack. He says in, in, in Amoraic slang, for like Klom just means nothing special, you know, brain of ashes. But. But uh, that's, the, I think, the answer to your question as to okay. what the Chiddush is here. So, <clears throat> so, right, so, Okay, says the Gemara, hold on. Why are you saying that rice is not Maisa Kedera? Maybe rice is Maisa Kedera. This is, by the way, why I think possibly my shot might be correct, because it's at this point the Gemara is saying, hey, maybe it is normal to eat a bunch of cooked rice, kind of like you would eat a bunch of cooked oats or a bunch of cooked wheat. Because... Says the Gemara, like this. Says the Gemara, Botanya Eluhain Maisikadeira. I'm going to tell you some Maisikadeira. Chilka Tirgis Silas Ziriz Vaarsan Vaiiris. So all those things are just names, I think, really for dishes that are prepared with wheat which is cracked to various levels. Right? So Rashi says that uh, Chilka is wheat which is split once, Tirgis is split three times. Four times, it's just, uh, I guess the texture and maybe even flavor comes out a little different depending on how much cracking of the wheat you do. So, um, I didn't pay that much attention to what you were doing. The uh, iris and rice, as well, is a maizikadeir. So if rice is a maizikadeir, then again, we're back to throw out the shahak over business and make mezaynus al hamichia on your rice. Now, the Gemara doesn't explain you know, uh, the underlying paradigm, what has changed, but fortunately we'll understand in a second, because the Gemara says, Hamani Rabbi Yechemen Nuri. This is not our system. This is a totally different opinion. This is Rabbi Yechemen Nuri. Vitanya Rabbi Yechemen Nuri, Oimer, Oiriz Min Daganu. There are really six types of Dagan. There aren't just five types of grain. There are six types of grain. Oiriz is one of them. Vichayoven al Chimutze Karis, and if you eat uh, rice bread on Pesach, Yechayev Karis. And you can eat a rice cake for matzah. That would be fun, wouldn't it? So, right? Uh, so that would be the Rebbech Menuri is a totally different conception of the world. Our Rabbanon Loi, the Rabbanon disagree. Says the Gemara, Rabbanon Loi, are you so sure? Somebody who crunches some chita, some wheat. He makes a bari pri adama. 
Say you took that same piece of wheat, not the chewed up one, that would be a little gross, but you grind it up and you bake it, or you and, and you bake it and then you cook it. You make some bread, in other words, and then you toss the bread into a pot of boiling water. If that sounds strange to you, I would remind you of the strange technology called a bagel or the even stranger technology called a knedel. Um, and you take that uh, bread and you toss it into boiling water. As long as there is some kind of Prusas Kayama means the pieces are still extant, they haven't dissolved. Right? So imagine if you chopped up a piece of bread and you threw it into boiling water. So if you do that for a couple of minutes, you'll have some very mushy bread. If you do that for an hour, your bread's going to dissolve. So if the pieces are kind of still there, so that's still bread, it just got wet, you know? And um, although the Magen Avram says maybe you have to take out the outer layer, you have to, to strip off the outer layer because mavashal kadei klipa. It's a big chiddush of the Magen Avram. It sounds like a little bit of cross-disciplinary monkey business. Sounds like some uh, <laughs> they give me, throw me out of lake for saying that, but <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Um, anyway, um, and. So gimel brachas means three brachas. So it's three brachas. Three brachas means benching. Yeah, that's rabbinic shorthand for benching. They didn't speak Yiddish yet, so they couldn't just say benching. If the pieces are no longer there, right? What do you do if the pieces have, if it's kind of dissolved and it's turned into like bread slop? So you make a mezainus and bracha achas mein shalish, also known as al hamichia. Right, one bracha which contains the essence of three. Now, it's entirely the ingredient, not I wouldn't say entirely because the texture is a game changer, right? If it still has kind of the bread, you know, uh, look to it, you'd actually wash. In other words, you'd make a moitzi. And uh, but if it's kind of dissolved, you treat it like you know oatmeal or something. If it's French onion soup, then it's just right. On top. Right. If you left it, right, exactly. If you leave the piece of bread for too long until it oozes into the soup, yeah. Okay. So now, if somebody chews on some rice, that's adama. Now. Yes. Just to back up, so where do we leave off with the, the uh, knedlach? Um, what do you want to know about knedlach? Because they're, I mean, they, they, were, they were ground, mm-hmm. but they're still in a form. Mm-hmm. Um, so... says that you should cut your knedlach into pieces smaller than a kazais. Yeah, but we didn't get this halacha, but the, 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 another, another factor is whether the pieces are, are kazais sized. Um, uh, we're not makpid on that. That's a, because of the, the what you pointed out that it's it's ground. Um, it seems like we are not makpid on this. But the Chassam Sefer is concerned about it. It's an eitz I don't think even he sounds like he sounds like he says like it was a good idea, like something you should do. Not necessarily that like uh, he held your mechayif to avoid the shaila. I think in Satmar Shiva before the war, this the makpid the knedlach should be smaller than because I always uh, some story like that. I seem to remember. Okay, yeah, but the minig is to make mezainus on kneidla. All right. Hakoyis zayirz nevarach l'abayr pri adama. Tachanay afoyu bishloy afal pi shaperusa is kayamois. You take the rice, you grind it up, you bake it and cook it. Even though the pieces, even though you can still see chunks of rice cake, of rice bread, still sitting there. B'tchila mevarach l'abayr pri adama. Mezainus 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 l'abayr pri adama. 
Money says the Gemara. So who's talking? If you tell me it's Rabbi Yechon Ben-Nuri, who holds that oil, the grain is, that the rice is a type of grain. You got to wash and bench. So he must be the Rabbanon. And we see clearly that the Rabbanon, Taka, hold, the rice is Mezayin Salam Bechia. They can't get out of this one. Last time they said, No, it just means like a Maisik that has a bracha before and afterwards. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not here. So, Tiyufta, Rav Shmuel, Tiyufta, Rav Shmuel out of business. So, Baruch Hashem, now we know that rice is Mzayin Salamichia. We're all set. We can move on to the next sugya. Right? Okay, we'll have a different discussion. Amar Mar, Hakais Achita. Someone chews on some wheat. Mevari Chalaya Beripri Adam, you make Adama. Vatanya Beriminei Zeroyim. Shouldn't you make a bracha called He who has created types of seeds? So if this sounds familiar, it should, because who has a tendency to do this? There's one Tan who has a tendency to, to get very granular with the brachas, and the Gemara tells us right away, This is Rav Yehuda from the Mishnah, remember him? Rav Yehuda says, he's the one who holds, On greens, on lettuce, on whatnot. Uh, the Tanakama holds, you make Adama, but Rav Yehuda says, no, you should make a special bracha called Bairi Minei Deshaim. He who creates greens. So, so too, Rabbi Yehuda holds that if you're eating seeds and grains of some say, some sort, you should say he who creates seeds. But, um, but we don't pass in that way. Omer Mar, don't get scared. The rice is back. Someone chews on some rice. No matter, even if the pieces are still floating around, it's not bread, and you make a mezainis al hamichya. Don't we have a price that says Now, what does v'loiklom mean? Says Rashi, b'rinafachas rabbis. Loiklom doesn't mean nothing. Loiklom means a b'rinafachas, right? Mezainis b'rinafachas. Amr of Sheish is like Kasha, Haram Gamliel, Harabanon. This is Rabbi Gamliel, this is Rabbanon. Tanya. Zakla, here's the rule. Kol Shahu Mishivas Haminim. Rabbi Gamliel, I'm Rabbi Shalish Bracha. Rabbi Gamliel says you bench. Rabbi Gamliel says that if you sit down to a few dates, if you sit down to some dates and uh, some grapes, you have to make Brachas Hamazain. Shivas Haminim, Rabbi Say. Famous Kasha. Rabbi Gamliel, Ashitasi, Rabbi Gamliel holds that you're supposed to always be Mavarach Halakais. Every time you bench, you're supposed to use a cup of wine. The question is, if every time you bench, you use a cup of wine, you're caught in an endless cycle of benching. <laughs> the famous kasha. I, I think it has a simple resolution. <laughs> I don't recall. I think it maybe also the case is only for bread. I don't know. But anyway, that's Gamliel's opinion. Uh, you make, like we do, an al or al gefen, right? But not a or al but not necessarily benching unless you're eating bread. And Maizer Gamliel was a king. There was one story. Gamliel was sitting with the Eilim. He was sitting with the with the with the uh, elders. Shayim Sumim Ba'aliyah Biyericha, relaxing in an attic in Yericha, which belongs to the Jews. And they brought them some uh, figs. And they ate. So Gamliel, because she thought, you know, Lishita, so he goes, no, 
Rabbi Kiva, maybe you'll bench for us, right? So what does Rabbi Kiva do? Right? What does Rabbi Kiva do? Kofatz, Ubirik, Rabbi Kiva, Brachachas, Mein Shalish. Rabbi Kiva goes, okay, sure, I'll bench. And he made an al Michir, he made an al eight for everyone. So Amr Leir, I'm going to Akiva, Ad Masay, Ad Machnes Reish, Chabain HaMachlik. Akiva, would you stop it? You know, don't you know, don't you know, this is, this is serious. So Amr Leir, Rabbeinu. So Rabbi Kiva had a point in what he did. He wasn't just fooling around. Rabbeinu. Even though you said one thing and your chaverim said another thing. So you might think that I should listen to you because you're a rabbi. But you taught us. Okay, so he was a little bit sticking to his sticking it to his rabbi. He said, hey, you forgot you forgot this halacha you taught us that you gotta listen to the rabbi. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda Mishmoy. Now we haven't gotten to the point yet. Rabbi Yehuda says Mishmoy in the name of Rabbi Gamliel. Anything that is Shiva Saminim, that is one of these seven types of, uh, of uh, that are unique, that, are, that our Tisol is blessed with, I should say. Not unique, there are pomegranate trees everywhere. Veloi Mindogon. And it is not a Mindogon. The Bach is very emphatic that it has to be Velav Mindogon, but I, I don't really think that changes the Pshat. Oi min dagon v'loi asoi pas. Or it is dagon, it is grain, but he didn't make it into pas, right? It's a cookie. Well, well let's not say a cookie, that gets complicated. It's a noodle, right? It's a noodle, it's oatmeal or something, right? So, Abgamil says, bench. Abgamil says, bench. Or Allah eats. Anything that is neither can go in pass ayers v'doichin, such as rice and millet bread. This opinion we've been quoting up until now, where you're making an al-michia on rice, that's from Gamliel. That's from Gamliel. But the Chachamim hold that rice is a loy klum. Rice has no afterbracha. So that means, practically speaking, rice is a boire ne fashais. Okay? So says the Gemara, hold on a second. So you're telling me that the Brisa we quoted previously and tried to explain about the fellow who boils bread and then boils rice bread is Rabbi Gamliel. Let's take a look at the end of that. Excuse me, Amos Seifa the ratio. Let's take a look at the end of this, the ratio. When it comes to the wheat bread, if the pieces are not standing, they're not holding up. Good kasha, says the Gemara, right? Right? If the pieces aren't holding up, we said you make a mezayin salamichia. But hold on, irugamliel hashda kaisavis vaadaisa irugamliel gemurbrachas. Irugamliel holds you make an al, al you, you bench on figs, and on and on porridge. So of course, on some boiled bread, on some knedlach, some kreplach, he wouldn't complain. He wouldn't say uh, both knedlach and kreplach are not good examples. On a bagel, no, it's not a good example either. On a mush, which of bread which got boiled, right? Uh, it's not really something we eat. Um, of course, these maskim should be brach, should be benching as well. I mean, if Prusa's kayom is me, boy, you have a hava, I mean, it should be any different. It was bread a minute ago. You know, he's, he has you making a, making benching on a bowl of oatmeal. So says the Gemara, elipshit rabbanan. So obviously it's the rabbanan, and your whole theory falls away. Right? We're back to making an almichi on our fruity pebbles. Says the Gemara, yachi kashit the rabbanan, not the rabbanan. Right? We got a problem. Because, uh, because uh, we have a version of the rabbanan, Quoted by Rabbi Yehuda, where they had you say it's a brain of hush. So, you got at least uh, three opinions here. So, you can't tell me that anymore. 
says the Gemara Lailm Rabbanon Utiniga bi Iris Luba Saif Ainim Mavarikha Lava Laikwam. Nope, it's actually the Rabbanon. And so the problem is we're gonna to have to edit the Brisa because the Brisa says that uh, you're making an Almuchian rice. Says the Gemara, you know what? We're gonna to have to edit it. The Brisa should really say that you make a brain of on rice. Which is very interesting because it comes out that now we never really had we never we could have theoretically never heard the Rachlegis of Gamliel and the Rabbanon and still had our conclusion without being aware of it, because we never would have been aware of Rav Gamliel's unique opinion. Now we know that rice is Mazaynus Bayrei Nefashis, or potentially millet, depending who you ask. Okay. You know, if you have, like, a, someone you like to read or listen to who does the halachic points on the daf. Ketzim of Archim is really just so, it's such a great thing. To, you know, so much, there are so many, every every two lines is another major relevant everyday halacha, you know? But um, it's worth uh, worth looking into. That's all I'm saying. All right. Ah. Oh. No, we're going to look at Chavitza in a second. Let's we'll see this Taisus. So we have some extra time. Oh, my Rava. Hi, Rihato de Chakloi. There was a food called Rihato, which the Chakloi, the uh, field workers, ate. And it's something along the lines of the uh, Chavitz Kedera that we saw earlier. It's some kind of, uh, it's some kind of, uh, you know, potted wheat food. Right, a farina or a porridge, something like that. So the mavshi be kimcha. There's a whole lot of flour in there. Mevarich boiri minay mezaynis. You make a mezaynis. My timer. The semida iker. Right, the flour is the iker. The mechuzah. Now the the, uh, the the recipe, the the way they make this rihata in mechuzah, which is a big city. The loy mavshi be kimcha, which is honey dominant. That is less flour. So the you make a shakal. My time a because there's so much honey it has a real honey flavor. So the devash, the honey, is the ikr is the main thing. So that seems all fine and good. Till Rava corrects himself. Rava, Rava backs off. Both of these things you make a mezaynis on. Rav and Shmuel both say anything which contains the, the dug on the grain becomes an automatic ikr. It automatically dominates and becomes Okay, now. That sounds like chvitz. There is a pirur in kezayis that has crumbs that are the size of a kezayis. The size of a kizayis. So, betchila mavarich alav hamoitzi lechem in aretz. You make a hamoitzi. Ulvasayif mavarich alav shalish brachis. And you bench the less bepirun kizayis. But if the pieces, the crumbs, are not kizayis sized, betchila mavarich alav bari menim. Sainus ulvasayif bracha achas may ain't shalish. You can make a mizaynus almichi if the crumbs are smaller than a kizayis. I'm reviyosef minoaminila. Where am I getting this from? The Tanya. You know what? Actually, before we get to this. No. Let's read down, and then I'll take you back to the Taisus. What's my source of my claim? The Tanya. 
somebody who is standing offering up menachos in Yerushalayim, a Yisrael. Right, he's offering up menachos. So if he hasn't brought menachos in a while, he should make a shechianu. That's the first thing he should do. And not lon laachon. Now the koyin. Right, we're moving on from the Yisrael here. The koyin takes the menachos and he wants to eat them. Mivari chamoti lechmenar. So the proper bracha on a mincha. Right, you might have been wondering what bracha do I make on a korban mincha. The answer is chamoti lechmenar. You spread taniyala vekulon paises on kezayis. Now we know the halacha is that every mincha is broken down into kezayis sized pieces. So the implication is, if the pieces were less than a kezayis, perhaps, perhaps the bracha would be something else. But it's since the after it's brought, after it's brought, yeah. After the, Has to be consumed that way? I'm trying to remember if the kaimitz gets burned before or afterwards, but yeah, it is. It is broken down first into kazaisin oh. for its consumption. Um, it's not true with everything. I'm saying like shteilachem. And... No, no, just machavas um, I think. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember my menachas well enough to rattle off the ones exactly, but yeah, Rashi says before the kamitza. You break them down into kazaya-sized pieces. Aha, uh-huh. so we see that kazaya-sized pieces get a hamoitz. Get a hamoitz. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, that's very nice according to that. According to the Tana, the Be'er Bishmal, according to the opinion that he is an opinion that says you break them down back into flour. Right? You mamash, you smash them in chazap. So hochanami, doloi boi bruche is it the case, right? Is it the case that uh, you don't make hamoitzi lechem in Is that really the story? And if you're going to say, yeah, that's the case, you don't make hamoitzi lechem in right? Maybe you make a mezainus according to the the Tana the Rebbe Shmuel. You eat uh, you make you eat your breadcrumbs with a mezainus. Says the Gemara. So you have a mafurish abrisa that says, if you gather up a kezayis from all of them, ve'achlan and eat it. And eat it. If it's Pesach and it's Chametz, so it's Kares. Pesach, right? It's Mamish, uh, you're sitting there eating crumbs somehow and you're, and you're being Yitzah, you're Chiv of Matzah. So it must be that it's bread. It must be that it's considered bread. So it must be it's not true what you're saying. It must be that you can make a Hamoitzi even on a Kazais of crumbs, of breadcrumbs. When you restored them into a dough, you made them into a dough. Sounds familiar? That's a knedel. Yehachi says the Gemara, Eima Seifa, except for one thing, you didn't boil it. Yehachi Eima Seifa, Vehu Shachem B'Kdei Achilles Pras. Hold on a second, but compare the Seifa of the Bryce. The end of the Bryce says, Vehu Shachem B'Kdei Achilles Pras. You have to have eaten it in this place of time known as Nachilas Pras. What's an Achilles Pras? So we assess uh, the size of a kikar of Shemoyne Be'em, of uh, an eight Be'a loaf of bread, a nice, a nice, Kishmak a loaf of bread, and you cut that in half, right? That's arba beim, that's four kibetzes, and that is what we call the shir achila, at least when it comes to bread. Rav Shechter is of the opinion that, like the minchas chinuch, that when we talk about achilas pras, uh, depending on the, on, it depends on the food you're eating. In other words, some foods take longer to eat. Bread is, a, you know, easy to eat, or, you know, drinks that go down even faster. Uh, but ice cream or hot tea uh, take longer to eat. So, the Minchus holds that you assess that based on the food you're eating. But uh, many places can hold that there, there's a set shear called Achilles Pras, and, you know, it's whatever, two minutes, and 
And if it takes you longer to drink a shear of your hot tea than two minutes, then you don't make a brain of ashes. But others said no. Others say that uh, however long it takes to drink a, you know, a revius of hot tea is how long the shear is. That's a fun fact. You can pocket. Um, so, so, what happened? Oh, so, the case is that you ate your crumbs in Kedei Achilas Pras, in the right amount of time. But if you made them back into a dough, if you added some liquid and made them into a dough, it's a grammatical point. right? What you've now made is one unit. It's one blob, one chunk of crumbs. So it's not it's you're eating your raw knedel and enjoying it. Very good for you, right? But uh, that should be shachlon. That should be shachloi. He ate it. So it says the Gemara, you know what, you're right. Throughout the whole idea, you didn't make it into a dough. What you did was you indeed broke it down into crumbs, but a very strange idea. You had a big loaf of, of, of mincha, and you broke off a few pieces and you made them into crumbs. But the rest of the loaf is still there. This is a very important point here. If I'm sitting at the Shabbos table and I'm eating, you know, I'm picking challah crumbs off the table, they're not mezaynas. They're not mezaynas. Why? Because they came from a piece of challah. I didn't take a loaf of bread, grind it down into crumbs, and now I have breadcrumbs, and now I'm going to eat the breadcrumbs. Right? You have to wonder what about commercially produced breadcrumbs. Somewhere, somewhere there's a whole piece of fake commercial bread being, that's still, that's still uh, alive. But, but... Uh, the well, what? The schnitzel yesterday. The schnitzel, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's a good thing it's a tough one. But um, but um, the um, the uh, when you when 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 there's no mothership bread still around, so then it makes sense. Then we've ground it all down to nothing. So so there's no bread here anymore. There's just there's some byproduct of bread. So it's one, you maybe you could say mezanis. When you have the mothership bread sitting on the table, and you're just picking up some crumbs, and you eventually got to kazais to say that I'm not eating bread is silly. Of course I'm eating bread. Says the Gemara, and I and I fully acknowledge all the enforcement problems that that, that presents. Uh, someone hides the bread, then what? I don't know. Um, so says the Gemara. My havala. Okay, that was a creative answer. What what happened, Lamaisa? Amrav sheishes high chavitza af al gabdu less be pirurin kazayis. This food chavitza, even if the crumbs are smaller than a kazayis, bevorich alav amoytzi lechem in haaretz. Having been successfully defended, this point in the Gemara, you're right. We make a hamoytzi. These are some fighting words. It has to have on it the tsuras hapas. They call Teresa de Nahama. I have had many battles over the definition of this phrase, loud and proud, um, because it is it is here that a lot of the funky psakim creep in about like uh, you know raps being bizarreness and all these types of things, which I strenuously oppose. Um, because I think of what are, to my lanias daiti, my humble opinion, misunderstandings of this word. Um, a very to, what does it mean tsuras hapas? What does it mean to look like bread? All right. So um, no one really knows the answer to that question. As Rabbi Eli Gersten, who was uh, one of the one of the big guns at the Star K, told me, he said <laughs> he's like no, no one really knows what tsuras hapas means. But there was a famous uh, case a, a few years ago where the, when the Ravens run the Super Bowl. I think it was on a Thursday. No, it can't be. Super Bowls are always on the Sunday. But, but that week, maybe it was the Shabbos before. Ah, so it was the Shabbos before the kosher bakery in Baltimore 
was selling purple chalas, or purple and black. I don't know what the right. I think the Ravens call it purple and black, so they were selling purple chalas. So somebody said, that's not the tourist hapas. That's not what bread looks like, because it's a different color. So I said, because that's not what the Gemara means. Um, I was saying this a couple of years later. But, but uh, and I spoke to Rabbi Gersten, who was not only uh, a big Talmud Chacham, but a Baltimore native, although he probably didn't know the Ravens won the Super Bowl that year. And he said, he said, um, he said, yeah, you know, of course, we're not talking about someone takes a, something that looks in every respect like a piece of bread and just a different color than you're used to. That's silly to say that that's not possible. So what does it mean? It probably means something like, uh, something like, uh, uh, you know, like we were talking, for sure, it, it refers to something like we were talking about before, where, you know, you kind of melt, where, where, where you take a piece of bread and you, you, you boil it for long enough that it kind of it loses its shape, you know? That's the. Uh, you just cut it up into pieces, and, and you know, isn't, that loses so it's a At a certain point, stuff. yeah. I mean, you, know, you just have a bread crumb. Right. right. At a certain point, it's just crumbs. At a certain point, it's just crumbs. And and I think that the the way that I, I that we defined it, practically speaking, is that there's a there's if you take a even a very thin like a flatbread, and you cut it lengthwise, and really if you look at it with a magnifying glass, there's kind of a there's a little spongy cross section that you would see. And that's, I think, ultimately what we mean when we say tsurisa pasta. It has a little bit of a, a bounce to it. It's not like a noodle. A noodle, right, a noodle is, is not very, it's porous, obviously, at like the microscopic level, but it's not evidently porous. Bread is porous. I think I've heard of the relation to falafel, pocket, pita. Oh, pita. That's definitely bread. Not negotiable. That's bread. If anyone tells you it's not bread, they should get the head examined. Pizza? Pita. Pita. Oh, you want to know about pizza? pizza. Oh, You're asking pizza. me? You have an open, you have a, a bread layer underneath. Yeah. And, uh, so I know there's a lot of different Yeah, pizza. pizza's a mess. Pizza's a mess. Depends how big it is. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not how many people it says it's a mozi. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with Rabbi Leibowitz on this. I'm a partisan about this. Don't get me started. I know, your grandson, he's up to date on the latest Lakewood hockey. He's very good. He knows. He's a small pizza. If it's a small one, the little Maccabees, it's not true. But, 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 <laughs> that was my older school held like that. I remember that. Yeah, that's a famous, that's, that's a popular one. Based on a diak and bir Allah. Okay. Let us... Take a little pause. Let's take a look up at this Taisus up north on the on the top corner. Chavitza this by Pirurin. Says Taisus. Uh, you know, we should really quickly look at the Rashi. Rashi says, the Rashi there says that this Chavitza is Ke'ain Slanaikuk, if that helps at all. Shemafarim Besicha Ilfus Lechem. They crumble bread into a pan. You have a pan full of something uh, cooking, right? And you crumble bread into it, right? Some, uh, some godforsaken medieval food. So... Says Taisus, So Taisus says that this slanaikuk is something that uh, that um, that um, that is cooked, right? In other words, we said you have some boiling liquid, some kind of broth or or water in a pan, and you're crumbling bread into it. So Taisus says, hold on a second, right? It all depends if the prusas are kayamits. Why are we talking about? Uh, why are we uh, why are we even having a discussion before we establish whether or not the perusites are still there? The the shape of the bread is still there. So says the Gemara. Says Taisus, excuse me. 
right? So Ain't a Bruce Games Labor Khanamati. I forgot this big Kazais. Who cares about Kazais? The Gemara says at the end, right? Oh, as long as there's a Kazais, right? So uh, or, or not at the end actually in the, in the middle stage as long as there's a kazai. So why are we even talking about that? Tyson is assuming that the crumbs got cooked out of def- cooked out of their definition. Says Tyson, I'm going to bring you a Yerushalmi that actually says that Prusas Kayamis means kazayas. That's just Gemara slang for. There being a kazayas floating around. Ain't Aprusas Kayamis means nothing is left that's larger than a kazayas. That's exactly what Rabbi means. In other words, it's not a new discussion, says Tysus. This is very important, Allah. When you boil your pieces of bread, the Iker thing to remember is that your bread needs to be kazayas sized to retain its hamoisi. What's the big chedish, right? What's the big, the big kuns of Tysus? The maskonas hagemara is that we hold it doesn't have to be a kazayas. Right? right? Even if the Prusas are not, right? I forgot the last baby were on Kazayas. So, that would mean that even crumbs smaller than a Kazayas thrown into boiling water should become Hamoitzi. So, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Vim Toymar, Veich Madam Rabbi Yosef Piburim in Chavitza. How does Rabbi Yosef compare menachais to chavitza? What's the question? Two different totally ways of preparing things. Menachais are, uh, are not boiled. They're not boiled. Chavitza is boiled. So what's the comparison? Since menachais are fried, kin is bashludami. Boom. If somebody writes, so all these halachas that we were just talking about, says Taisvis, apply to two shemen as well. Apply to things that are fried as well. So if you have some fried dough, that delicious American circus classic, if you have some fried dough, right, you might have a problem. You might have to make a hamoitzi. You have to make a hamoitzi. I always say if, if, if Entenmann's would make an unflavored donut, then we'd be in trouble. We'd have to make, <laughs> have to make a hamoitzi on it. Unfortunately, um, they flavor their donuts. Bishleimar will get to pass about Pakistan in a, in a, tomorrow, I think. Maybe in two days. Um... So, says the Gemara, says Taisus, Umiu Kasha, the Lokat Mikul and Kazai is the Koya Hamish Samin of Loya Menachis, Kamisha Farish, Vasam Nami Le Maribinus Bashul, my Madame Lachavitza Shumavushal. Okay, so he says later on, Taisus says, I'm going to prove later on the Yamid that that Gemara about gathering from the five, uh, gathering from all the different Minim, a Kazaias is really has to do with combining different types of grain. It's not talking about Menachis anymore. So, the Chaira, again, it seems like we're comparing Chavitza. Which is mavushal to um, to uh, to um, to um, uh, to this gathering of just little chunks of bread. What's chavitza? There's some kind of broth holding the crumbs together. or with milk. They are some of them. We find a similar uh, language of chavitza the tamri, uh, right? Like in Bava Metzia, it's like a cake of figs, of dates, rather shehenid bakin, which are stuck together. So now that we did that, let's jump down to the tesis down here on my rava, which is a continuation of that discussion. You see it? It's about it's the second to last tesis on the page. On my rava, vehu the ika alea turisa dinama. And we said it has to still look like bread. 
This is how we paskin, because Rav is the last, right? He's the latest figure in the Gemara. They don't have to be a Purun, they don't have to still have a Kazais. And even if they were boiled according to Rashi. Right, so Taisus held, right? Taisus held, we said earlier, Taisus holds that we're talking about. Not like Rashi says, it's not boiling. According to Rashi, again, a canadal so far is going to be hamoitzi. Because you're taking crumbs, you're throwing them into boiling liquid, they're cooked, very nice, hamoitzi. Taisus says dafkanat. Taisus says that it doesn't need it, that we're not talking about cooked. Cooked is a different thing. Cooked is a different thing. We're talking about breadcrumbs held together with some kind of broth or liquid. So, according to Taisus, you're good with your canadal. the don't worry. The Yushami means what we're saying. We don't have to worry about that. Now, Teresa Denama, Taisus continues, What does that mean? What's the, how do we define Teresa Denama? When the water begins to turn starchy, and white and thick because of the bread, that's what we call the Teresa de Nama going away. If you want to hear a real Why good... Why should it make a difference with the water? That, because that, that just made it on how, what, how, what, what stage the bread is on. In other words, it doesn't really care about the water. It just, it shows us the bread is at a certain point when it starts just like leaking its insides into the water. Right, and that's a little Gedalim story before we finish the daf. One of the great Baliyatosis, he would soak um, crumbs overnight in water. He wanted to get his nu- his nutrition. He wanted to get his 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 his, his you know his a proper meal. But uh, he didn't want to make teach. So he would eat this disgusting paste of bread so that he didn't have to. He would soak it long enough that it didn't lost its source of and he was getting his nutrients, but he wasn't uh, okay. All right, let's bring it home. So now we know Knedel Charmazinus, and we know that Rabbi Mimitz was a very special person. Truknin. What are truknin? See in the Gemara, about ten lines in the bottom. Truknin. So truknin are food. Chayav and bechala. The chayav and chala. You have to take chala from truknin, though. Okay. Machlekes. Ravin says that no truknin are patum My truknin. What are these truknin anyway? Says the Gemara, it is kuv amrabai kuva da'ara. That doesn't help us much, but a kuva da'ara, Rashi says, is you kind of would hollow out a uh, a little pit in your oven, in your oven. You would maybe make a little ditch in the coals or something, and you would uh, or or you and you would uh, put some water and flour into it, and you would kind of mix the water and flour, and it would bake as you're mixing it. You have to it's almost like a tortilla, right? But that you would somehow make on the on the heat, which is sounds like extremely unappetizing. Um, that's the question. Is it bread? So it's a machlekes. I'm enjoying. But Rabbi Teresa, something called Teresa, is petura min hachala. My Teresa. It's potter from chala. What's Teresa? Ikedamri kevil mirtach. What's kevil mirtach is when you kind of have like a, a water and flour mixed together. You have like a, a, a pitcher of, of, of batter and you have a hot skillet and you pour the batter onto the skillet and it bakes very quickly. That is your Teresa. Right? So that's really like a flour tortilla. Um, huh? Yes, except one, a not not very tasty one. Yeah, like a crepe, like a like exactly like a bland crepe. So um, it's patim and achal. 
Okay, Vikadami, another opinion says it's Nahama de Hindika. It's it's uh, I think that some translate Nahama de Hindika is Indian bread. Um, the the Rashi says that it's something it's like a it's this dough that would you would make on it would you would kind of like, you know, the, the kind of the classic picture of the matzah baker with the dough draped over a big pole. So something like that. A dough that would be baked on a spit on a spit and they would keep kind of just pouring oil over it. I don't really quite understand the uh, the nature of it, but it would be kind of this like crispy fried sort of bread. Oh yeah? Oh, I don't know. I wonder if yeah, maybe this is like Chachnun. I don't know. So, Vigda um, Amri, another opinion says that Teresa is lechem ha'asi lekutach. Right? There's a is a traditional Persian food called kutach, which is this atrocious, vile, fermented uh, yogurt thing, and um, but you would use bread because the yeast accelerates the fermentation, or the I think it's the yeast in the bread. Accelerates the fermentation, so you crumble bread into it, and the uh, the that that kind of gets the whole yeah. rotting dairy product thing rolling. Is okay. Is the equivalent to, to making a mozi? I mean, is that is it the same idea? I mean, same it, rules apply. It, it makes it it makes it pass. It makes it bread. Now there are things that are bread you don't make a mozi on, like chocolate cake. Chocolate cake is bread. You don't make a mozi on. Why okay, right? Ah, we're going to see when we get the Passover Kisner. Yeah, I mean, that's a big question. What separates bread and 